going on, boss? Man, I'm, you know, all over the place. Regular shit, different day. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. First and foremost, bro, I just want to say thank you for, um, you know, even uh, doing this for me. You know what I'm saying? It means a lot. It means, it means a lot to us. So I appreciate it. Uh, man, I'm glad I was able to, you know, catch up with you and get it done, man. I, you know, yeah. sorry about yesterday. Shit was crazy. Oh, no, no, no. I apologize as well, man. Uh, I apologize. We were having a few technical difficulties, so uh, I do apologize for that. But, hey, we're here now, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, man. So what's up, bro? What's up with you? How you been, man? Man, I'm good, man. You know, just maintaining through all this, you know, craziness. Man, it's yeah. it's, it's it's wild, man. It's like every day we're losing a, a, a OG in the game, man. What's going on, man? Yeah, bro. It's RIP, wild, bro. Man, RIP uh, DMX, man. We, it seems like the past year has been crazy for like literally everybody you know what i'm saying like yeah uh just dealing with the whole situation we're still dealing with um how was your 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 previous year like uh everything you had to deal with the last i guess you could say at this point about 15 months yeah it was it was wild man you know when the um pandemic first hit man i had no clue of what i was gonna do because you know i was you know, I was steady DJing for Spit. I was on the road, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, that was kind of like my main little bread and butter at the time. I didn't know what was going to happen, bro. It was, you know, it was wild. But, you know, things, you know, the universe, God, you know, it just moves, moved according to kid. You know what I'm saying? Made everything work out for me. Absolutely, brother. And speaking of, man, speaking of Spitter, uh, and just like that whole movement. So, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, man, but, uh, you know, Supra. Supra's a really good friend of mine. Uh, I saw that you interviewed him. You did a, a, a thing with him, too, right, Supra? Yeah, yeah, and, bro, that's, like, my day one. That's, like, my damn near my brother, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. you guys did a show in uh, in Houston at Fitzgerald's, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Supra and Brady were tight, you know what I'm saying? So, Brady let us come backstage, meet the crew. You know, it was crazy for me, you know, hit uh Darius and uh and Brady, they've been chatting back and forth, back and forth. But it was crazy for me because like we used to watch the creative control videos like literally from sun up to sundown, bro. Like we we repeat the same videos. <laughs> creative control, boy. Creative control is a movement, man. I wish we would have kept that thing going, boy. It would have been so crazy right now if that was still going down. Wow. Yeah, bro. It was uh Man, this was because what people need to understand, like about that movement, and everything you guys had going, this was YouTube was around. But this was like, like for me, it was before YouTube, you know, what I'm saying before I really started getting on YouTube and and yeah. uh, visiting different channels and things like that. This, Creative Control was my YouTube at the time. You know, I'm sure yeah. it was like that for a lot of people. For sure. For sure, and, man. You know, it was it was nice. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, bro. So uh, just going back a little bit, man. Uh, but just going back, you know, early on in your career, like how did you get started into uh, music and how did you become Ski Beats? Yeah, man, you know, I'm originally from North Carolina yeah. and um, always been into music, man. My mom, you know, she collected mad uh, Motown records, you know, had the turntable. I used to listen to music that way. Then as I got older in my teens, um, you know, I got into hip hop. I started, you know, I started rapping and we created a group down there in North Carolina called the Busy Boys. Busy Boys, and yeah. Then, yeah, and we was we was like the first, well, one of the first groups in North Carolina to actually press up our own record and get it on the radio and all that stuff. And so 
by us doing that, we caught the attention of um, Mr. Magic Marley Marr. You know, they okay. had the, um, back in the day, the 105 Kiss with WBLS. We caught the attention of WBLS and Red Alert. They invited us to come to New York. We went up there, asked the Busy Boys, um, did an interview with them. It was cool, man. And, and once that interview thing and, and, and you know, once that happened and we started, you know, kind of getting the attention of New York, um, things just started happening, man. Clark Kent, you know, he gave me my first break, man. He was the guy who actually heard my demo tape and gave me my first deal. And that's how, that's when I formed the group Original Flavor. Ah, okay, okay, I got yeah. it. Yeah, dude, yeah. Clark. Yeah, so you guys, was it that back in Carolina, was it that you guys had not, like nothing else to do or you're just always just passionate about music? Yeah, yeah, you know, it was it was just, you know, us being from the South and New York at that time being like the mecca of hip-hop right. and us just wanting to do hip-hop, you know, we was just into it, man. It was just all about the the music, the fashion, the dancing, the graffiti, the whole art form. You know, we was all into it. We was wrapped up heavy. And, yeah. and, and you know, we wanted to emulate New York, man. You know, New yeah. York was the... Um, was, was the was, was the guy you wanted to be, you know what I'm saying? So we was like, you know, trying to be like them. And, you know, that that just that sparked everything for me, man. Yeah, most, most definitely. And this was back in, uh, like, what, like mid-80s mid, mid 80s or so? Just, yeah, like 85, 86, 87, 88. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, that was... And I wasn't even that... I wasn't even producing it. I was just rapping. Yeah. Were, were you nice with the bars? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Hey, man, that's how, you know, that's how we got connected with, you know, New York. Yeah, yeah, I got you. It was, it was filling your void, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, for sure, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, man, so, and then again, you know, um, I'm going to uh, fast forward a little bit, but sort of go back as well. Um, yep. So, you know, I discovered you through the creative control movement, right? But I've always, always been a fan of, uh, I'm sure everyone is, Hove, Jay-Z, right? So my, my auntie, man, she had a, this was in the 90s, she had a uh, like a Toyota 4Runner and she had right. one of those big ass CD cases, you know, and she had like all Jay's uh, stuff, you know, just different artists, various artists, if you will. Um, and she had the Reasonable Doubt CD, you know, she popped that in. The first song I heard on that CD was Feeling It, you know what right. I'm saying? And like, dude, from that moment on, bro, like that's still undoubtedly one of my, probably one of like top five favorite songs, you know? And what it is, I mean, you know, Jay is obviously nice. He's he's the best, but that beat, bro. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that beat makes it. you want to get like what she says in the chorus. That beat makes you want to get like in a Lexus and just drive around and, and, and cruise. You know what I'm saying? Like um, that. And I, I heard in one of your other interviews uh, that was originally like yours, right? You were holding on to that one. Yeah, I was working on the album, and um, you know I recorded that track at my crib. And me and Dane, we lived in the same apartment complex. Okay. And after I made the song, you know, I was excited. I ran over to Dane's crib and Jay was there. And I was like, yo, I got my first single. Check it out. Yeah. And I played for him. I played it for him. And, you know, they loved it. But Jay was like, you know what, man? You know, I'm working on my album and I need that record right there. I need that record. <laughs> I, want, I want the hook and I'm going to use your flow. I said, man, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, man. <laughs> it was cool though. I mean, he did a way much better job than I did. But yeah. I knew that hook and that beat was so catchy. You know I me, mean? I just knew it like it was just it just felt right. Felt yeah. right. And what was crazy just about like your production is even 
you know, in today's age, like all the way back to the 90s, dude, your the drums and everything never change. Like, you know, it's it's intricate, but it never changed. Like when I hear a beat, I'm like, oh, shit, that's a ski beat. You feel right. me? Like it's it, it, it's so authentic. You know, it just it just makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So uh, feeling it. And then was a uh, uh, dead press. Was that after feeling it or was that before? Man, that, I don't, don't give me the line. I do not know the order of that album. OK. But, uh, okay. You okay, know, there was, there was all there was all on the same album, you know, feeling yeah, it, dead so press, politics. Around the same time. Yeah. Right. Because yep. that that was another one, bro. You you hear those uh, the snares, you know what I'm saying? And you hit you hear it, you're just like, oh, like you know, I, I don't even know what to do when it when it comes <laughs> on in 2020, bro. I'm like, I want to want to lose lose my mind. Like it's it's a it's, it's, good- it's it's crazy you say that, man. Because that was like one of my um, crutches back in the day. My drums they wasn't like as hard hitting as most New York producers' drums. And so um, when I had got with Clark Kent, he was telling me, he's like, yo, you got, you find these amazing samples, but you need to work on your drums. And so, you know, I just really took my time in and just kind of, kind of you know, dug deep and just tried to find a swing that nobody was really doing, you know, or, or sound that nobody was doing. Because most producers back then was sparse, hardcore, like the primos and the lower finesses, everything was kind of hard. And I wanted, what I did, I wanted it to be more musical. Like if you listen to a lot of my production from Lucini to filling it to politics, you know what I'm saying? It's all musical. It's music. You can, you know, yeah. you feel the chords and you know, I I like music, but it had the drums in it. Even with currency shit. Yeah. Most of currency music is like super melodic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. It's um that's just like like you you make your production is the type like whenever you hear it live, like you you it's like a lot damn near like a live band. You know what I'm saying? Like on stage and everything, it's just live and real and authentic, you know, like a lot of beats. There's so many like I mean, don't, I'm not going to take any uh, thing from anybody, but there's so many just artificial sounds, if you will. You know, it's like it doesn't sound as good live. You know what I'm saying? And like a lot of your stuff, even the bass line and uh, some of uh, Spitter's uh, records, you know, with Brady doing the bass line, like everything just sounds so good uh, on track or whether it be live. You know, it sounds good. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, you were talking about Rhythm Fanatic, Lil Kim, Michael Jackson. I think it was producer. Um, yeah, Rhythm Fanatic was the. Um, he was my producer when I was in the Busy Boys. He okay. made all my beats. Gotcha. He, he he taught me how to make beats. He taught me how to use the drum machine, and that's what kind of got me started. You know, that's what got me started making beats. Gotcha. Listen to Rhythm Fanatic and another one of my partners named Mark Spark. He, Mark Spark actually was the first one out of my crew to, to, to move to New York and actually make big records. He did like stuff for Salt and Pepper when they was popping, uh, Grand Pooba, Mary J. Blige, you know what I'm saying? He did a lot of, he was working with Bad Boy when Bad Boy first came out. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he was really, really talented producer. So a lot of my sound comes from Mark Spark and comes from Rhythm Fanatic because I was around him, you know, most of my sure. hip hop career. You feel me? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that was sort of like a mentor, if you will. I got yeah, definitely, you. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, did you just decide, like, because, uh, you know, I know you rapped and everything, but did you decide, like, producing was uh, more of a passion for you? You felt like you were better at it? I felt like Jay-Z was 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 the rapper that I needed to be, and I couldn't be him. And yeah. But I knew I could make the beats. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. You know what I <laughs> mean? I'm like, I'm never going to be as good as you as a rapper, but I can make some beats for you. 
and either way, you know, I'm I'm in, I'm doing something I love to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, after hearing him kind of rap to beats and after hearing like Camp Low rap and, you know, I started producing a lot of people and I definitely just developed a crazy passion for production after that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because... But yeah. at, but at first but at first it was just a means for me to make music because me coming from North Carolina that's how we always did it. If you was a rapper, you always made your beats and rap to it. You know we didn't know we didn't even know what a producer was, bro. We just thought that was just what you do in hip hop. All right, let's make a beat, let's rap to it. Mm. I didn't know you call that production. I just thought that was like part of rapping. You feel me? Yeah. When I moved to New York and when Clark Kent he sold my first beat. And I'm like, oh shit! You mean you can get paid from all this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. it was real. After that, that was another reason I was like, you know what? Let me take this more seriously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh shit! Like I can, I can do that and this. Get paid for both, you know, or either. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So the creative control movement. How did that come about? Like, um, uh, what? Well, that, that was Dane, man. You know, Dane. He had he knew Cootie and Chike. That's that's the originators of creative control. You know, those are the guys who run that. He knew them. He knew everybody, man. And you know, it, it just so happened that I kind of like moved back to North Carolina, stayed there for a few years, then I moved to New York. And when I moved back to New York, I reached out to Dame. It was like, yo, you need to come by, check me out. I got a couple of things going. Yeah. So I went to the studio, and at the time he was doing the whole black rock thing with the um you know, with the black keys and yeah, all the rap, yeah, yeah. the rock and roll stuff. He was doing that. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of dope, bro. And he was like, yeah, you know, I want to start something else too, man. I got my man Cootie and Chike. They're shooting all the videos. You need to come to my office. So I went to the office, bro, that day. And he was like, yo, you need to bring all your equipment, bring it to the office and let's just make <laughs> music. I'm like, all right, I did that. And I ended up like living in the building for like a year, just making music. Everything that I did with Creative Control, that was all done like on the spot. Like I would just be in the in the little room making a beat, and most stuff might come just to go, just to be coming through to visit Dame, and Dame would be like, "Hey, yo, you know Ski's back there making beats. You need to go check him out." That's yeah. how we made Taxi. If you look at the video, it's, that was yeah. actually yeah, he's in there writing and laying the shit down. That's that was it. Yo, we did yeah, it that day just like that. It's crazy you say that because, like, uh, as you you're describing it, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking about the taxi video. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody you know, in the room and like you're literally just cooking up. Like I can just see focus. You know what I'm saying? And you see, um, um, uh, death. Like you know, in a corner somewhere. Like you said, just writing. You know, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. You know, seemed like a real, like a really organic uh, environment. You know what I'm saying? It was 100% organic, man. I never experienced anything like that. I felt like I was back home with my boys, man, because, you know, we would just make stuff literally on the spot, like life under the scope. We made the currency came in. He wrote the song. Matter of fact, we did the song the day after we did Taxi. He wrote the song in the same day they shot the video. We didn't even mix or master anything that we ever did. How it came out the computers is how we put it out. But yeah. everything worked. You know what I mean? Everything just worked because it was just so organic and so like, you know, everything from Stiley to the cool kids, everything was just super unpredictable and it just happened how it happened, man. I loved it. Yeah, man. You guys, the, the amount of uh, talent that like went in and out of uh, that that vicinity and the the amount of hits you guys made during that time, it's yeah. like it's it's unbelievable, man. Like you you and currencies like chemistry, 
Like it, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> you guys got what, like four, four together? Y'all pumped out some some work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we got what? We got like three. We 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 got a pilot talk four. I don't know if he's gonna release it, but it's done. But right now, I'm, we I'm to trying to speak talk. that into existence, then, man. <laughs> it's done, man. All he has to do is release it. I don't know what he's waiting on. I'm waiting on him. He's yeah. ready to go. <laughs> man, yeah, the. Um... I can't even, there's so many good songs on all three of those. Uh, Michael Knight, for sure, has to be one, one of my favorites. Uh, uh, Airborne's got to be, it's it's on there. There's so many, man. That Those albums were like the, honestly, for, you know, back when uh, Super and I were like kicking in, uh, rapping and everything, those albums were like the blueprint for us, man. What I mean by that is they got us through every day. You know, like the amount of game and knowledge, like he uh, spit is spitting in these bars, bro. Like that got us through the day. It, it meant a lot. Oh, you know what? P- Pilot Talk was like you guys, reasonable doubt for y'all. Yeah. 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 You know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. Because, you know, when I met him, he was big into like Wiz, you know, Wiz's uh, stuff when he was coming up. I was a Spitter fan, like elevator music type, you know, this ain't no mixtape type. Um, right. And then you guys, we found Creative Control, you know, and the whole DD. Uh, 173 i think it is like uh, when when that was a you know the whole creative control movement um and you know that just made, it all made sense to us it made perfect sense so it was nice just to see everybody even the black keys like i mean if you look at their success today they're huge you know what i'm saying so you guys definitely uh uh put out a lot of hits and y'all made a made a lot of things happen you know so we, we appreciate that time oh man thank you yeah so post Post um, creative control movement, what is Ski up to after that? Like, what'd you get into? After that, um, after uh, the whole creative control thing, um, I kind of fell back for a second. I started doing the dojo. Um, you know that that kind of sprung from the whole twenty four hour karate school thing. Yeah. Um, so basically, what the dojo is is basically my little um, my studio. You know. Where I bring in producers and I kind of, you know, teach them some things about production and that type of thing. And it's crazy because the dojo, me running around the country and like teaching all these um, young producers, you know, just giving them advanced tips on their production and giving them, you know, some more tools for their tool belts to help them elevate. That kind of that that actually sprung into me like writing curriculums. I have like um, a curriculum in three school systems in North Carolina right now called the dojo. Mm. That's in three different schools, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, now, you know, the pandemic kind of uh, forced my hand. It, well, it didn't force my hand, but it kind of creatively brought the idea of um, these challenges that I'm doing. I mean, yeah. these little smack pack challenges. And it's ironic because, you know, I, you know, it was just some, you know, just some, some cool little challenge thing to do, but I didn't ever foresee it kind of like lasting this long. Matter of fact, I, it, it could last as long as probably forever, bro. If I keep going, yeah. it's like the producers <laughs> are so locked in. We built such a tight community, man. All of these producers are networking, you know, I'm posting and reposting everybody's music. People are getting placements. Rappers are getting more notoriety. It's, it just, it's like uh, my little digital version of, of DD-172 somehow, but for producers. For sure, for sure, yeah. for sure man. It's because in today's world, like, you know, um, always in hip hop, you know, the, the rapper was a superstar. But in like today's world, you guys are the superstars just as much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think but you see, guys the, the, cool, the, cool, the cool thing, though, 
is that I totally made it not about me. I totally right. made it about them. Like my page, it's not even my page no more. You know, it's, it has ski beats on it. But if you look at my page, it's all of them. It's I just post up their stuff, bro. Yeah. And it, you know what? And it just gives me, you know what they say, it's better to give them to see. And it just feels good to be able to like, you know, see somebody who might have like 300 followers. And when he posts a video, he might get like 10 views and maybe three or four comments to go from getting like, and I ain't got a million followers, but to get like a thousand, you know, yeah. views and, you know, 30, 40 comments. And I see that, you know, he's, you know, engaging with the people that's engaging with him and they love it, man. And I'm like, you know what? Let them live, man. Let every, let shit, let everybody live. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, with that attitude, like, you know, with you and also with like uh, Spitter, even Dame, like, you know, you guys putting everyone else before yourselves. Like, I think, you know, people like you will last a long time. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys are so humble, you know, like you, you put everything before you put, you know, yourself first. So that uh, that's awesome. You know, I definitely uh, look up to that. Something like that. So, yeah. And that, yeah, the, the challenge, man. The, those challenges, everything's crazy, you know, with the social media and everything going digital. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, the timing just, uh, I guess that just made sense as well. You know, you, you got the pandemic, but everyone's sitting at home, you know, people are making music. You got to have a beat for music. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So people are literally just cooking up, you know, mm -hmm. and everybody wants to be a part of something. So, you know, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, man. It's good, man. It, you know, I needed them. They needed me. You know what I'm saying? We need each other, man. We we trying to get through this craziness together. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So how long were you guys uh like on tour? You and uh currency? Uh, like two years. Whew. And um, you know, I was I was on tour with Mob D for like three years before Spitter. And, you know, after P Pass, Havoc kind of fell back, and um, then Spitter reached out to me and said, if, asked me if I wanted to do a couple shows. And I said sure. Then it ended up me just hanging out for like two years with him but it was dope it was dope yeah. and um yeah good times man good times but i don't think i'm gonna i don't think i would go back on the road anymore man honestly i think i you know i think it's meant for me to kind of like you know just develop what i got just keep the curriculums going keep the whole you know the dojo movement the whole learning facility the whole co producer community because you got to realize the beat the uh, boom bap hip-hop community yeah, there's not a lot of things that cater to the boom bap producer because you know right. people look at it like old school or it's like a lost art or whatever. I mean, yeah. you know, the world is more catered to you know the mainstream, you yeah. know, and the boom bap producers we don't get a lot of opportunities. Like you might have a couple of beat battles here and there, or you know somebody might drop a beat tape, but you know they need more things for that community. So I'm just gonna try to come up with creative ways and just creative things just to keep that community going because you know there's a lot of people man that still love and still got a passion for that type of music man and you know they don't need to be swept under the drug all that just need to be cultivated and kind of you know you know just brought the bring everybody together man you yeah. know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah for sure no bro now, honestly uh it's crazy you say that because i think um like with like the the boom bap type if you will it's a mm -hmm. It's a, it's almost like a maturity thing. Like in the, this hip hop community, hip hop world, there's something for everybody, right? These young kids want to hear, I'm going to call it bullshit. They want to listen to, you know, they want to listen to the, the the mumble rap, if you will. But as you get older, like even with me, bro, as, I, as I've gotten older, I want to go back and listen to, you know, something that makes a little bit more sense for, you know, uh, substance in it. Like nowadays, you know, like Bronson, actually Bronson is one of my favorite rappers right now. 
you know, because mm-hmm. this dude's actually spitting the J. Cole's, Kendrick's, you know, like they're actually spitting bars. And I think it comes with age because, you know, 10 years ago, yeah, I wanted to hear the same, you know, I wanted to hear the same thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, mean, I think it's uh that that's that's awesome because like there's definitely a community for it, and it's something like there will always be a community for uh, uh you know boom bap and things like that that type of rap. Yeah, man, and you'll be surprised with how many young producers that's just getting into boom bap bap that follow me, man. Thousands of kids is like 18, 19, 20, mm. just you know just learning boom bap and just like yo. Just hearing like a mob deep, just hearing like a camp low, just hearing like a reasonable doubt, or just 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 starting to do their research on a primo or somebody like that, and just like yo, this is like some amazing music, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's dope because think about it. When I was young, I used to you know digging the crates, listening to Motown, listening to records from the seventies. So the kids are doing the same thing that I did, but yeah. they reaching back into the nineties. I was reaching back into the seventies. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I got you. Things go in cycles, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Everything repeats itself. Yeah. Um, even today, yeah. even like um uh the young cat, uh Corday, he, he's another one. He's got like an old soul, you know, YB, I think it's YBN Corday, right? Super yeah. old soul, you know, super talented young, young cat. Are there any like young, younger artists that you're um listening to right now? Man, yeah, man. Uh my my homeboy. Uh, uh, Davy Napalm. You ever heard of him? Davy Napalm. That, uh, no, nah, I don't think so. Look him up, Davy Napalm. Kumbaya. You heard of Kumbaya? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of Kumbaya. <laughs> Kumbaya is crazy. Um, my man, um, you heard of uh, Left Lane Didon? No, no. Uh, look, look up Left Lane Didon. He's crazy. I'm check. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of young cats, man. That's that's holding that baton, that torch, and doing their thing, and they sound dope, bruh. You know, yeah. Kumba, she's dope. Left Lane is dope. Davey Napalm is dope, bruh. They just dope. They're yeah. young. They got that young perspective, but they still bringing that creative art form to it. Like, they're original. Kumbaya is like a, her own Marvel comic. Left Lane is like his own little, you know, character in the, in the comic book. Your man, um, Davey, he's like another fucking character in the comic book. That's what I love about you know, certain types of hip hop, man, you know, like, and I'm not, you know, dissing today's music, but yeah. it's like, everybody's almost like the same character. It's like the same sound, the same character. Right. Like everybody, right, right. you know what I'm saying? Sort of in a way, but back, you know, when I was coming up, you know, you had like, you know, you had like an NWA. That's a totally different thing from Tribe Called Quest. Right. Tribe Called Quest is a totally different thing from a public enemy. You feel me? It was like yeah. different, like superheroes, man. Yeah. In a way, you know what I mean? Everybody had their own little original thing. And that's what I'm feeling when I listen to the artists that I just told you about. I'm feeling their own little original niche and angle that they're coming from. Like, you know, just like the boys, like uh, the Griselda Cats. You see how they like, they just are, like they're original. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, yeah. even though they kind of like, you know, they kind of, you know, it's, you know, you get that Wu-Tang kind of thing from them. But they still original with it. You know what I'm saying? From the way they dress to their slang, like a rock Marciano is, you know, he's original. You know what I'm saying? There's something yeah. about him that makes him him, man. Yeah. And I love that. That's what I love about hip hop, man. Yeah, Things me, like that. me too, bro. It's just like a, like you said, like a comic book. I mean, man, even like your, your whole movement, 
it's like a comic book. You know, when I heard like the, the dojo and I hear all these uh, terms, you know, I think of like a dope ass comic with some kung fu type shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ass, bro, like yeah, I think that's, that's super cool. Um, super super talented. You think we'll ever see like another like Wu Tang type group? Yeah, yeah, man. That has to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's gonna happen. You know? Who knows? I mean, like Griselda is the closest thing to me right now. But you know, there's gonna be more people that's gonna come down the pipeline, man, and 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 bring you know new amazing things. I can't wait to hear like the next crazy rapper that's like Sir Pat, like all the people that we think that's crazy. I want to hear somebody that's just crazier than that. Yeah. I wonder what that's gonna sound like. I want to know what the next crazy lyrically is gonna sound like, bro. What yeah, could yeah, someone yeah. lyrically say, and how could they say it to make you go what? You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, honestly, I think for me, bro, the, the last like individual rapper uh, that did that for me was probably J. Cole or Kendrick. Um, mm-hmm. One of those guys, you know, super dope, super dope. Uh, Drake, Drake's got he's got a few he's got a few joints out there, too. You know, like dudes. Drake too. is a lyrical beast, man. Can't nobody sleep on Drake. They try to downplay him because, you know, he's mainstream. And he got some singing, singing choruses. But lyrically. The boy is like he's the he's one of the best. You cannot yeah, take bro. that away from Drake, bro. Dude can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. <laughs> you know, dude definitely uh he definitely can't. Um mm-hmm. how, how do you feel about um maybe not that one in particular, his last little rap beef? Uh, but how do you feel about like uh beefs like that? Maybe not like in a, a violent sense, but more like on the track. You know what I'm saying? When people going back and forth. Oh, forth that's that's hip hop. That's the that's the essence of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Long as it's on wax, right? Long as it's, on, long as it's music, and you know it, and it's you know it's entertaining. It's yeah. like watching a good movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's all, and you know, I used to be a battle rapper. You know, that's how I got started. You know, in the game. So it's nothing wrong with you know that when it comes to hip hop because that's what it's about. Long as you ain't you know trying to hurt nobody, man. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more complicated um, in today's world because, you know, social media is making everybody just so sensitive, you know? So if you say one wrong thing, you feel me? <laughs> like get people yeah. ready to box. <laughs> and, yeah, and I feel like everybody, you know, you know, they want to prove themselves. They want to prove, like, if they talk about this on a record, they're going to have to show the world. If someone confronts them, they're going to have to prove what they talk about and, you know, which is which is super duper corny, you know. You know, yes. it's, it's dumb. You know, it's just that's just ignorant shit. You know, really, what a nigga want to do is just get this money and be happy. You know what I'm saying? That's what they really want. They don't want no problems. You I mean we used to get into rap or you know get into music to get away from all of that other stuff? Yeah. You know, but I think once it got when the fine line kind of got broken when it came from music and streets. Now it's like it's more streets than the music. Especially for the younger generation, it's like it's more streets taking over the music part. Oh, and like I never seen so many young rappers, you know, somehow murdered or killed or, or harmed, you know, yeah, in, in the game. It's like it's amazing. I'm like, yo, why all these kids killing each other for for rap? Like that rap beef is real right now. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is, bro. And we're so quick. Um, that's one thing, uh, you know, me and my brothers talk about all the time, uh, all the time. That's one thing I think, you know, just in our community, our people, we need to stop fucking doing, bro. It's like we are so quick to to harm each other. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Before anybody else. It is crazy. It's crazy, especially during a time when we got to be together. You know what I'm saying? 
um, you know, whether it be as black people or as Americans, period, you know, like it's um, it's something we got to cut out, you know. Well, well, let me tell you, I'm not harming nobody. So <laughs> I'm part of the solution. I'm not part of the problem. You feel me? And yeah. whoever's listening to this podcast, be part of the solution, man. Somebody say something crazy. Walk the other way. You know what I'm saying? Ignore. You don't have to, you know, keep falling for that. That, you know, the ego is an incredible thing, bro. If a, yeah. if a nigga ego get hurt, you know how you know how it is. You just automatically instantly want to go to blows or you want to, you know. Yeah, it's it's dangerous for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure, bro. And all um, you have to do is just walk away, bro. Yeah. Like my boy uh, Northside CJ said uh, in our, our episode, bro, everybody needs to stop trying to be the man. Everybody wants to. You know, it's cool to feel good. Don't get me wrong, but stop trying to be the fucking man. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> learn how to take the passenger seat sometimes. Like, damn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, learn how to just... say, oh, man, look, all that all that upfront famous stuff is not what it's cracked up to be, baby. You know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> yeah, I love I love I love humbly laying back and just just chilling in the background. It ain't about all that. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want all that. You know, it's, it's cool. It's cooler in the background, bro. I promise sure. you. It, it just seems like less stress. You know what I'm saying? Like the way you live or the way a spitter lives or even Dame, like you guys, are, mm-hmm. you know, like it's less stress. You're not tripping. You're living yeah. within your means is what I'm trying to yeah. say, you know? Nothing to prove. I ain't got nothing to show, you know, so I don't have to do none of that. I'm yeah, just chilling. Sure. So mm-hmm. where you at? Where you at nowadays, bro? You, you up north or? Um... Yeah, yeah. I'm in NY right now. Okay. okay. Damn. Okay. So, yeah, you've seen like the, the best and the worst this, this last year. Ooh, boy, man! You know I hate you bringing that up, but damn, I, nah, I, nah, I, dude, it's man. real, man. Niggas were scared to go outside. I wasn't even going outside for man. I've been literally, I've been in my crib for like a year, bro. You know, so I go out and go to you know get to the store and things like that. Yeah. Sometimes I move around, but I haven't really moved moved around. You know, like I was. This is like the longest I actually been around here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what? This is a good time for self-reflection and things like that. Definitely, you know, yeah, more centered, you know what I'm saying? More, sure, you know, sure. conscious of certain things, you know, which is good. Good quiet time, you know, yeah. peace. Exactly. It's real peace right here. That's what I tell people all the time. Like, if I got anything out of this last 12 to 15 months, it's um, learning myself a little bit better, you know what I'm saying? And stop letting everything distract us so much. We'll, we'll allow everything to distract us. Like, put the damn phone down and pick up a book. You know, or, yeah. or a documentary, yeah. something, something else. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we, yeah. we're so quick to pick these damn phones up, bro. Like let's just like cool, cool out. You know, and I'm down here in Texas, man. It's um, it's honestly it's a wild west out here. Like nobody wasn't trying to stay inside, bro. <laughs> you yeah, know, everybody was outside doing shit. Like no, all the whole time. <laughs> no, and it's cool you know i love i love 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 texas bro i love it down here but um man I, i've learned how to use amazon so much i don't i don't leave <laughs> bro i have yo i got so many boxes and packages <laughs> and <laughs> oh that's crazy it's like yeah, a factory in here right now man yeah bro same boat like if i could turn this camera around there's boxes and shit all over the place I don't, I don't <laughs> <the> house <laughs> Yeah, for sure, bro, for sure. But yeah, man, um, how can everybody reach you and, uh, you know, get in contact if they want to uh, link it, link with you and reach out? Oh, uh, man, you know, just hit me on IG. That's where I'm at all the time on IG. Ski Beats, S-K-I-B-E-A-T-Z. 
lock in with me, see what I'm doing, you know, follow me. I'll follow you back. You know how we do. Yeah. All love. Heck yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you again, bro, for, for doing this, man. It means a lot. So, uh, you know, as soon as we get off this call, I'll be hitting up the homie, be hitting up Soup, letting them know we wrapped it up and we got it done. So Tell Soup I said what's up, man. Definitely will, bro. Definitely will. Appreciate it again, man. Take care. Thank you, man. Thank you. Peace.